Welcome to another episode of the Asian Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Meghlam Hardwaj, and today we're talking about launching products. I've got with me Ashley Kinkied, and she's going to be telling us about her unique method of launching products on Amazon. And Ashley is an accomplished Amazon seller, and she's also sold one of her brands recently. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, everyone. Hey, Megla. Thank you so much for having me on the Asian Seller Podcast. This is a whole new segment for me. So I'm so excited just to share my story and my journey of how I've built my companies and so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Most welcome, Ashley. So first of all, uh, we were talking just before we hit record and I've been following you on Instagram and Facebook and your videos are just so cute. They're so engaging, so entertaining, so informational. So yeah, really good job with that. And uh, all you guys watching, um, go follow Ashley on Facebook, on Instagram, and we'll put all the links later on. So Ashley, first of all, tell us about your own journey. How did you get started with Amazon and how did you end up selling your brand? Well, this is a really long story. I will do my best to condense this for our listeners and our viewers today. Uh, it's been a journey. It's been an absolute journey over the last six years of myself selling on Amazon. And uh, it, it feels hard to go all the way back to the beginning because I feel like I've lived a lifetime in six years in e-commerce. So um, I'll start all the way back in 2015. That's when I got started uh, in e-commerce. And I think I'm kind of non-traditional because this was my first business ever. I had never had uh, another business besides this. So many people seem to have come to Amazon, maybe their third or fourth or fifth business. They did MLM or they did affiliate marketing or drop shipping. Then they found their way to Amazon. Amazon FBA was my first ever business. Never done business before. Um, never came from a, an entrepreneurial background. Um, never had a, a business training, really. I had no background or, or, or experience in business. But um, I started, uh, I used to be in the working world. I was in corporate America. Um, I was a substitute teacher <laughs> um, and I was actually working a couple jobs, many jobs, just trying to make ends meet um, in my 20s. And I really lacked direction. I knew I had a lot of drive. I knew I had a lot of skills. I knew that I could do a lot of things with my life, but I didn't see a path for myself in corporate America. Like I didn't see a way for myself as a woman to really climb the corporate ladder. I didn't want to climb the corporate ladder. Um, and one day I just kind of sat down and realized I had these student loans. Uh, I wasn't making enough money to really support myself. And I was working really, really hard at my day job. And so what I did was I went online and I just looked up how to make money online, like so many people. And that can take you to a lot of different places that maybe don't work or maybe don't feel like a good business model. So I was so grateful that I discovered selling on Amazon. That was the first thing that I learned about to make money online. And right in the midst of that, I found out that I was getting basically laid off at my job. So it was kind of this perfect timing of realizing, okay, I really don't have a place at my career anymore that I loved. Um, and I need to find something new, a new way to support myself. So um, I found out about selling on Amazon. This is back in 2015 when Amazon FBA was really kind of still a new thing and growing and very, very much changing every day. Um, so I found a, a Facebook group on Facebook that taught people how to sell on Amazon. And I'm like, wow, people are making a lot of money with this. Uh, because when I first started doing this, Megla, I was thinking, wow, I'll make a few hundred dollars. That would be great. I'll make a few thousand dollars. That'll be great. Um, I had no idea that people were making a full-time living 
selling on Amazon. That was like really a groundbreaking idea to me. Not only that, they were making $30,000 a month, $50,000 a month, $100,000 a month. And these were just everyday people who had no, had no other businesses. And so I'm like, wow. So I started out, um, my very first product I sold on Amazon, since everyone always asks me this, uh, was a used book. That was what my, the very first thing I sold. I just started looking at products around my house and thinking, what can I sell on Amazon? And um, I just took out my Amazon seller app that scans the barcodes and tells you what things are worth. And I found a book and it was for $15 on Amazon. I'm like, wow, this is just a book that I can sell for 15 bucks. So I put it in a box, one little book in a box, and I sent it into Amazon's warehouses. It was an Amazon individual seller and it sold within a couple of days. And that really just set off like a, a, a light bulb in my head that if I can make money like this, then there's no limit to what I can do in e-commerce. And it really just I, it lit a fire in me and I had the e-commerce bug. And so um, most people would just stop there. I did not stop there or even close. Um, I decided just to keep going. And so I actually became a pretty big bookseller on Amazon. Uh, at one point I had about 12,000 books at Amazon. So I oh, developed- so where, whole... were you, where were you sourcing these books from? Well, I live here in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. And there's a lot of thrift stores, there's a lot of book sales, there's a lot of library sales. So I just went all out and I realized, wow, I can make a lot of money just as a full-time bookseller. I love selling books. Um, I've always just enjoyed books myself, you know, finding them. I thought it was so fun. It was like a video game. You can go out and scan every barcode and walk out making $500 in an hour. Um, I would go to places here in Dallas, like Half Price Books, Salvation Army, those kinds of places and buy books for 50 cents, a dollar, $2. They're selling on Amazon FBA for 10, 15, 20, $25. And I really- So it's basically on retail arbitrage that you were doing at that point. Basically retail arbitrage. So okay. I did that and grew my business um, to a very significant business where I had a team helping me. Um, then I started moving to retail arbitrage. So doing, you know, sourcing at places like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, retail stores to sell on Amazon, grew that to a million dollar business, um, had a team helping me. Uh, that was when I was able to quit my full-time job. Then at that point, I started doing online arbitrage, Megla, going to stores and actually purchasing products online to resell on Amazon. So I was able to increase my average selling price from 10 or $15 to 40 to $50, selling just about every category on Amazon. And that was such an important time for me because not only was I making a lot of money, but I was able to learn what kind of categories and products I like to sell on Amazon. And it really set the foundation for me of, of how to source, how to find profitable products. And it kind of set the seed for and my future in private label, because I learned what products are really profitable to sell on Amazon and kind of found my niche. So grew a million dollar business doing arbitrage, online arbitrage until I started doing private labeling, which is my own product that I manufacture from a supplier. And I tested a lot of different products. My very first private label product on Amazon was a set of bath bombs. I started in the bath bombs niche in the health and beauty category because um, I knew that bath bombs were an extremely high margin item that could be sourced in very large quantities and really small product that was a consumable. So it had so many great aspects for private labeling, uh, not necessarily a product I used myself. So when did, but... you, start, when did you start with your private label? Sure. Great question. Uh, this would have been in 2017. Okay. In 2017. So 2017, I moved my business on Amazon from arbitrage to private label. 
And um, I started off with a company called Blissique Bath Bombs, um, launching bath bombs for men, for women, and for kids. And I really found kind of a niche inside the bath bombs category. And I expanded into several different SKUs and several different product lines. And that brought me to six figures in sales in Blissique Bath Bombs. And then after I launched Blissique Bath Bombs, I launched Soap Naturals, which is a line of cosmetic grade glitter for um, soap, make soap makers and bath bomb manufacturers. So again, extremely niche product. That is a great product to sell on Amazon. It's very unique. It's a, it's a replenishable, it's a consumable, um, it's a small, it's lightweight, and there's so many different colors that customers wanted. And so um, along the way, obviously tried out many products that didn't work very well on Amazon, learned what sells well, got the data, grew the business. And that's what led me to private label is just that foundation I had in arbitrage. And today um, I've now helped people launch thousands and thousands of products on Amazon as well through our course, Private Label Mastery. But it all started with my own private label journey. And um, over the years, Amazon has changed so much. It's gotten more competitive. There's a lot of, of sellers these days, but there's also just still so much opportunity, Megla, for, for new products, for new people to enter the marketplace. Right. So tell us about some of the products that failed, because a lot of people talk about, you know, I mean, um, people see success and they think that, oh, this person is so successful. But what they don't realize is that they've had like most people have had failed products before they found a product that really works for them. So what are some of the products that totally failed? I actually talked about this on an interview a couple of days ago. The worst product I ever launched that was a total bust was charcoal bath bombs. Um, that was one of my private label products. It's a great idea with a lot of search demand on Amazon, but the reviews are terrible, terrible. I got terrible, terrible customer reviews on Amazon. Um, actually it was turning customers bathtubs black, literally black and staining their bathtubs with charcoal. So, People wanted it, they wanted that product, but the, the reviews are bad. And that's what I learned is just because people want a product on Amazon and it's a, a in-demand product, doesn't necessarily mean you want to sell it from a quality perspective. So reviews matter a lot. And even though I was making an extreme amount of money and profit selling this private label product with Blasique, um, one day I just had to step back and realize, wow, I have two out of five star reviews Customers are returning this item left and right. I could potentially lose my Amazon seller account here. So we decided to, di I decided to discontinue that product, even though it was very successful. So um, that was a failure um, and having to, you know, destroy thousands of bath bombs at Amazon was very a loss for my company, but you have to make those decisions um, in business sometimes, so. Okay, so tell us about this method that you now teach for launching products on Amazon. So you call it the three by two method. What exactly does it mean and how does it start? The three by two method? Three by two. Three by two. So um, I developed the three by two method, Megla, because I was tired of launching a lot of products and some of them not being successful and tying up my inventory and products that were just never going to be winners. So what I decided to do is come up with this method for how I launch products on Amazon today. Uh, it's called the three by two method method. It's really simple. So if you're out there and you've never done private label before and you're worried about um, making a mistake or failing with your launch, it really will help you to quickly launch a product. So it's really simple. Boils down to this. We launch three products at once. We test them for 30 days and then we move forward with two winners. So we launch three and scale two over a 30 day duration. 
And this can be modified a bit. For example, you could launch five and scale two or launch two and scale one, but we never just launch one product. We're always diversifying our brands um, and launching multiple products at once because we believe in testing in small quantities. Uh, one of my big private label failures was ordering really big quantities when I hadn't tested the product yet on Amazon to see how much it would actually sell and how quickly I could pick up the velocity on Amazon. So launch three, test for 30 days, test in small quantities, and move forward with two products after 30 day testing period. It really makes private label a lot more attainable for people. So many people, Megla, think that you have to, you know, launch one product and it's going to make you a million dollars overnight. They don't understand that you have to test. And if you're someone out there, Megla, who maybe doesn't have $50,000 to launch a product right now, it's probably better to launch a couple products like I did with Blissique and with um, soap naturals. I had no idea what customers were going to order with my soap naturals product. Um, I had many color variations and different sizes, but I couldn't know it was actually the best seller until I put it on Amazon and collected that data. So the three by two method is just a simple way of thinking about you don't just have to have one product and it takes some time to see what your best sellers are. So first of all, how do you decide which three products you want to sell? Like what are some of the criteria that you recommend people keep in mind when they're selecting a product? Great question. And there's so many different answers to that. And there's so many different ways to look at that. Uh, I personally, since I'm a bit of an advanced seller, I don't mind selling really hard products that maybe other sellers don't want to go for. Uh, but if you're new, I recommend um, making sure you're not in too competitive of a niche. That's often what I see new sellers do, Megla, is pick a product that's just way too competitive and they don't have the budget to launch in that category. For example, skincare or supplements. It's a great category and there's a lot of money to be made on Amazon, but if you don't have at least pretty deep pockets and experience, I wouldn't recommend you launch in that category. So look a little bit deeper in the less popular categories like arts, craft and sewing, industrial and scientific. Um, in those deep niches, it's okay to just make five or $10,000 a month with a product. Uh, I also really love, you know, higher average selling price products. My business partner, Anthony, his average selling price is somewhere around $40. Mine has always hovered around $27. Um, so I would recommend folks out there to make sure you have a, a higher price product. It's a lot easier to make profit when you're selling a product that's at least $25 on Amazon. So many folks I talk to are trying to sell seven or $9 products, which you can make money. You can make money, but you have to sell so much um, to hit those revenue goals. So there's some different ways to look at that, but again, just following the demand and making sure you have a product that enough people want is important. So do you recommend using tools to do product research and or keyword research on Amazon? Absolutely. I There are so many great tools out there, Megla, and, I, and, and that sellers can use. I'm not here to represent or tell a particular people what to use in particular. Uh, I love our product research tool. We have our own tool in our program that we use, our proprietary tool, just really quickly to filter out products. Um, some other tools I love is just going on Amazon.com. I was on Amazon this weekend just looking at products just as a, as a lay person, and I found some really great product ideas. Helium 10 is also a fantastic software tool just to quickly filter out ideas. Um, they, I like to use Helium 10, but there's so many options out there, and I think just having the right mindset of you need data to make a good decision is so important. 
A lot of people nowadays say that, oh, Amazon is so competitive. There's so many sellers and there's so much competition from even our suppliers in China nowadays, right? I mean, all, all the manufacturers are selling directly on Amazon and it's so difficult competing with the manufacturer directly in terms of price. So do you think that Amazon is too competitive and it's you know super tough for new sellers to start selling and be profitable? And um, if not, then what are some ways for people to be profitable? Great question. I love that because I get asked that all the time. You know, is it possible in 2022 for a new person like me, someone to come in when there's, it seems like everybody's already selling on Amazon and every supplier is already on Amazon. I think there's a couple important things at play. I think, no, it's not too competitive. Every single day we find products, Megla, that aren't even on Amazon that people are searching for in really huge demand. There's literally not any product on Amazon that people want. So there's still so many opportunities for um, new products to come in, like entirely new products. In addition to that, just an opera. There's so many opportunities to make products better. I don't know about you, but when I shop on Amazon, I get products. I'm just shocked at the quality of how poor the quality is, how poor the packaging is, how poor the reviews are. And these products are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And there's just so much opportunity for an entrepreneur to come in, just make it slightly better than what that seller has done because most sellers in the Amazon marketplace aren't very concerned about quality. So yes, it's competitive, but for a seller who just thinks in a little bit of an advanced way of how I can make a product better, you don't just want to sell the same product as other sellers. You want to actually come in, find a way to make, that's what entrepreneurs do. We find a way to innovate, differentiate, or make a product better. When I launched um, Blissseek Bath Bombs, I came into a market that other people weren't willing to go into. And so I found a way to make my product slightly different and go that extra mile and that's why I had very little competition for almost a year with my first initial private label product. So it is competitive, but it's only competitive for sellers that aren't willing to um, do something slightly different, better or differentiated. Um, I really recommend um, you know, having good relationships with your suppliers. Most suppliers don't, most manufacturers don't want to be Amazon sellers. And that's where we come in is by um, representing, their, representing their products on Amazon and having that strong relationship and adding that value uh, as, a, as a seller. Right, that makes total sense. And of course, branding is also so important nowadays, right? I mean, that's something that Amazon, first of all, is focusing on. They want you to have your own brand and trademark your own brand. And brand registered sellers are getting so many more privileges and so many more features on Amazon itself. So do you have any advice for people uh, in terms of branding their products? Sure. I think branding is more important than ever. It's so important to think about your brand. Uh, to be totally honest, when I first launched my first private label product, I was not even thinking about branding. I had no idea what branding was. I just took my product, I put it in a box, my private label product, and I shipped it to Amazon and sold it for many months, no brand on it. Um, I think today in 2022, you have to be a step above that a bit uh, and really thinking about who your customer is, what they want, um, and how you can make the product better. So definitely branding is so important. Get brand registry. I really encourage anyone watching this and listening to get brand registry. You don't have to have it. Um, but it is so important to be able to get those extra privileges, being able to have your page featured, being able to have your storefront featured, um, having special pluses with as far as uploading photos and videos. So 
to me, it's just so important in 2022 to get that brand registry. Um, it takes a little bit of time, but it's so worth it to give you that longevity on the Amazon marketplace. So branding is really, really important, especially when you're in private label. Um, it's just a new way of thinking about how can you actually create something of your own? Right. So coming back to your launch method, the three by two method. So once you've launched three products or five products, now how do you determine which products are successful and which products you want to you know, scale? Um, because there are just so many measures of success. So that's one question. And the other question is, how many do you order? You said you want to test in small quantities. So what exactly is small quantity? Okay, so for me, uh, for a new person, a small quantity to me is about 100 units. Now, I know so many people are listening to that and thinking that's impossible. They can't get a 100 unit, 100 unit MOQ from their supplier. And that's true. A lot of times you have to be really creative to find a supplier who will let you have an MOQ of 100 units. Uh, for my first couple private label products, uh, I had to get really creative, you know, finding a supplier on Etsy who would map manufacture my product in really small quantities, it may involve paying more per unit for that first initial order, but 100 units is kind of our benchmark for what we consider testing. Now, I'm a little bit more risk tolerant, so I don't mind launching 500 units. I'm really confident when I launch a product that I can sell those many units, but 100 units is good for a new person. Um, how, what do, how do we measure success over the testing period? Uh, we look for consistency. If we can see a product can sell consistently on Amazon, then we're confident to carry it. I'd rather have a product that sells five units every day over 30 days, then sells two units, then doesn't sell for five more days and sells 20 units. I like to see consistent daily sales velocity in our products. So it just uh, gives me that confidence to know that there's a consistent daily buyer for this product and it has that consistent movement with the Amazon algorithm. So daily, daily sales of at least five units a day. Now, obviously it will depend on how much your product sells for and the profit margin, but generally we don't wanna carry a product that only moves like one unit a day on Amazon or two units, at least five units a day. Right, that makes sense. And so um, what about seasonal products? Like some people like to sell Christmas products or you know Mother's Day gifts or whatever. But do you have any advice for people who wanna sell seasonal products? Is that a good well, idea at all? It, I love seasonal products. Uh, what we do in our brands is we don't sell seasonal products, but we just uh, adjust the listings for the season. What I mean by that is we target our pay-per-click campaigns for the season. Right now is I'm thinking about um, you know graduation, Mother's Day, Easter, those kinds of holidays are really, really key. Now, I'm not launching a new product just for Mother's Day, but I'm doing things like putting Mother's Day in our backend SEO keywords, uh, gifts, a lot of people don't search for Mother's Day on Amazon, but they search for gifts or showers or graduations and those kinds of things. Really, really big on Amazon this time of year. So people aren't necessarily searching for Mother's Day, but they're searching for things around Mother's Day, like celebrations, graduations, those kinds of things. So I love seasonal products. Uh, I like to do arbitrage for seasonal products. So it means I don't necessarily need to go out and launch a new product, but I can bundle my private label with gifts and those kinds of things. So I love seasonal products, love, love, love them. You can make so much money with seasonal products. So think about how you can adjust your titles for the seasons. Can you put Mother's Day in your title? Can you put Father's Day in your title? Can you put graduation, prom, 
those kinds of keywords that everyone's searching for on Amazon, make sure those are in, in your title and make sure they're in your description and in your backend keywords. Even better, our best pay-per-click campaigns um, tend to be for seasonal keywords. So we'll make individual uh, targeted pa pay-per-click campaigns for seasons. So um, Mother's Day, a, a pay-per-click keyword for that keyword. Father's Day. So there's ways that you can leverage the seasons. Um, but for private label, no, we don't specifically launch a product just for that. But it's just a way to target your keywords. Okay, cool. So what about people living outside of the US? Is there a way for them to do online arbitrage selling on Amazon? Absolutely. Now you're going to have to be a little creative. Um, you're going to have to be a little bit creative, most likely with either a USA bank account or Payoneer to get paid by Amazon, to my understanding. Um, but yes, you absolutely can do online arbitrage. Uh, you'll have to get a prep company here in the States to receive your products and ship them into Amazon. Uh, a sim a simply just a middleman to actually receive your inventory. So absolutely, I know many, many folks who live in Australia, Europe, Australia, Canada, Mexico, doing online arbitrage. They'll shop on USA websites like Nike.com, Walmart.com, those kinds of popular sites, and then they'll have the products shipped to a prep company in the US. They'll receive and ship your products, and then they can send it into Amazon's warehouses for you. So actually, you know, if you're overseas, online arbitrage is a great way to, to get your feet wet if you maybe can't do local sourcing, if you can't, you can't do retail arbitrage, but you want to get your feet wet on the Amazon marketplace, um, online arbitrage is a great way to do that. Awesome. So what advice do you have for somebody who's just starting out or they're thinking of starting a private label brand on Amazon? What advice do you have for them? Whew, I could go on and on and on, Megla. I know you know I could do that too. Um, I actually just wrote a book about that, about oh. advice I have for newbies. Um, but um, I think my advice would be, one of my best tips is to grow like a tortoise, not a hare. Mm. Meaning it's not, I've built a multi-million dollar business, but you don't have to do that overnight. And I think so often people think that if they don't do that on Amazon, they're a failure. You know, if they don't have those big screenshots, those huge businesses, then they're not successful. And that's just not the truth. You know, Rome wasn't built overnight and it takes time to be a successful entrepreneur. So for me, it took me six years to get where I am today. And um, I don't regret that it took me time to learn to get to where I am, but it's okay to have a smaller business and to set yourself a good foundation with one product. If it's okay to make $5,000 a month or $3,000 a month or even $10,000 a month before you hit the big leagues. Um, but learn those basics, learn the fundamentals of good sourcing, good supplier relationships before you, you know, think that you have to have a seven figure business overnight. So also have really good supplier relationships in place. I did not have a supplier uh, agreement in place with my first supplier. And it was a disaster when I launched my first private label product. I had to go off and find a new supplier overnight because they, they ran off with my product. So I don't want that to happen to you. Um, it doesn't have to, but just make sure you have good supplier agreements in place. Start small, use the three by two method. Um, and just remember, it takes time to build anything worthwhile in your e-commerce business. Uh, you don't want your business to fail. You don't want your business to go away overnight. So think about how you can actually think about where you want to be and understand it may take some time to get there, 
but it's just a building process. So give yourself that, that solid foundation, learning how to source, learning how to find profitable products on Amazon because that's your money-making skill. So practice your sourcing, get, get a couple of products on Amazon, get your feet wet, sell some books, do some arbitrage, find a kind of products that you like, and then you'll be able to, to have that foundation to, to grow from. Great advice. So Ashley, do you also want to tell us about your course? Oh, of course. I, I'm happy to. I wasn't here to do that, but I'd love to tell people if anyone would like to know. Um, I started a program called Private Label Mastery. We started many years ago, and we are now basically the secret masterminds behind thousands of private label products on Amazon. So if you shop for private label products on Amazon, a lot of those are our products. So we have helped thousands of people around the world launch their businesses on Amazon. So we have a coaching program and a course, it's called Private Label Mastery. And if you want to check us out, we are on Facebook and Instagram. We have a Facebook group called Amazon FBA Breakthrough. We have thousands of our clients in there and people who have worked with us because we really dialed in Megla the, the it's, it's difficult to launch a product on Amazon these days. You have to have a system and you have to have a way and a mean of launching a product. You just can't guess your way to success anymore in 2022. Things have changed a lot. So we have basically created our own unique system. We call it the profitable product algorithm for how we launch products on Amazon. We've done it thousands of times. So um, I'd love to get connected with anyone who needs help launching a private label product. They're scared, they don't know what to do. They know they wanna make money with Amazon and build a business. Um, yes, we've helped lots and lots of folks. And uh, it's so fun, Megla, you know, I, to take my journey, what, how Amazon has changed my life and help other women get to do that because um, that's just priceless to me just to be a part of other people's stories, so. Absolutely. And we forgot to mention you've exited one of your brands recently, right? Was yes. it the Bath Bombs brand? It was, yes, Blasique Bath Bombs. And that was exciting just to be part of an exit and to actually build a business to the point of where I could sell it. So I have loved, that was amazing. That was an incredible opportunity. So for anyone who's, that may be new to some people out there, that you can actually sell your, your brand, you can. You can sell your private label brand on Amazon. Actually, Megla, you may know this, but private label brands are very hot commodities right now on Amazon. So people are trying to snap up our clients' businesses left and right. You know, if you can grow your business to at least a, a profit margin where you have a significant profit margin and at least a year of established sales, there are so many buyers around the world who want to buy brands like that. And it's not that difficult to do. Um, again, just a profitable brand with at least a year of selling history, you will have people knocking on your door wanting to buy that brand for much more than what it sells for. So. I think it's so important, Megla, for people today just to think about how can I create an asset? How can I build my assets? Not just, you know, a Facebook group, but actually a list of customer contacts, um, assets I can bundle up and sell when I want to sell my company. Makes sense. Well, actually, how can people follow you on Instagram and Facebook? What are your handles? I mean, we'll put them down in the description uh, as well, but just let us know for people who are listening, how can they follow you? 
I am on Facebook. My name is Ashley Kincaid. You guys can follow me, send me a DM. I love connecting with people who are getting started in their Amazon journey just to chat with you and uh, talk a little bit about you and if I can help you. Also, we have a Facebook group. It's called Amazon FBA Breakthrough. We have thousands of folks in there request to join our Facebook group. I'm also on Clubhouse. Uh, I have a Clubhouse room I host every Saturday for Amazon sellers, but uh, we'd lo I'd love to get connected with anyone out here. And again, it's been so exciting to be here today, Megla, just to get to meet you and uh, you know meet your community and your audience. And my goal is just to hopefully inspire somebody who sees me in themselves and they want to launch a business on Amazon because I really believe Megla, I was just thinking about this tonight, that if you're just an average everyday person, I really believe there's almost nowhere better to make money than amazon.com. Uh, if you don't have a website, if you don't have a following, if you don't want to be a, a social media star, but you want to make money online, Amazon's really the safest and fastest way to do that today. So uh, I hope this, my story inspires other people to do this. Yeah. And also, I mean, Amazon is uh, compared to other businesses, it's, it requires less investment to start, right? I mean, if you go to start, let's say a brick and mortar store or a restaurant, I mean, you need like half a million dollars <laughs> probably to start anything like that. So yeah, I mean, starting at a, a a brand or selling online is is probably one of the and it's very it's growing so fast right i mean of course with covid there's so much interest in e-commerce and more people are shopping online and uh it's it's growing really fast as well so cool all right well ashley thank you so much for joining us here today and uh it's been lovely chatting with you and hope we can meet in person somewhere around the world someday <laughs> that would be wonderful thank you megla and thanks everyone for tuning in thank you so much Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye.